You're listening to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for entrepreneurs and creatives. You are on a mission to create your life's work and legacy, but are struggling to break through the noise to reach your ideal clients. Well, that's where personal branding comes in. I'll help you grow your business using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation. Who am I? I'm Lynn Morton, and I have managed the brands of Fortune 500s, nonprofits, and startups. And now I'm ready to pour all that I've learned over my career into helping you build your personal brand. In fact, we'll work on it together. Let's get started. Well, hello again, and welcome to the Personal Branding with Lynn podcast. This is episode 14, and I hope your week's been going well. We are closing out the week now with a couple of core personal branding principles. And today's advice is one I found myself offering so many times recently. You know, I encounter new entrepreneurs and creatives all the time. And I, you know, I ask about your business. And one of the questions I always ask is, do you have an email list? And often I get back the blank stare or the puzzled look. And so, I, you know, I try and, and, and communicate or emphasize in the moment how important this can be. But, you know, I don't know if with not enough time, if I really give the, the case, the, the time and, and, you know, the full explanation it deserves. And so I'm going to try and do that for you today. So what I'd like to lay out for you today is why you need an email list and how it will help your business. And I'm hoping by the end of the episode, you will see how important this can be to your potential success. Now, during the podcast, I'm also going to tell you about my newest five-day challenge. It's on the five mistakes that can be killing, that could be killing your personal brand. Now, when you sign up for this challenge, each day I will share a mistake and an action item that you can take to fix it. So in less than a week, you can significantly upgrade your personal brand. You take the challenge for free at fivemistakes.lynnmorton.com, or you can just click the link that should be in this episode description. By the way, I'm also working on a new personal branding course. And again, when I talk to so many of you, I find so many people are eager to launch and cultivate your personal brands, but you're not quite sure where to start and what you should be working on. You know, I started to address this first with a blueprint, but I really want to offer you something that is a lot more comprehensive and 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 gives you not just the outline of what you should be doing but some direction on each stop on what you should be doing and showing you how you should be doing it for each of the steps so you will have a step-by-step process to launch and love your personal brand and you can follow with 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 directions and visuals and everything you need to launch your personal brand successfully. All right. So I'll be opening, opening it up to beta users soon. So keep an eye and an ear out for that. All right. Good stuff. Let's talk about email. 
there is a sermon that I find myself preaching to any new business owner or creative I meet. Like any evangelist, I offer the sermon whether you asked for it or not, because I believe so deeply in its truth. I also believe that this small action, the one I'll talk about today, can have one of the biggest impacts on your business or creative endeavor. So this is the sermon that says you need an email list for your business. And if you don't have one, you should start it today. So buckle up. Here here it comes. Okay. How can you keep in touch with hundreds or thousands of your closest friends or customers efficiently while nurturing the relationship in the process? You have to create an email list. So let's talk about this. What is an email list? What am I what am I talking about? So when you talk about when you start an email list or one for a marketing e- marketing list, you create an account with an email marketing service provider. And this will allow you on this platform to write one email and send it out to everyone who is subscribed to receive messages from you. I'm guessing you're on several of these right now. So you probably have done this somewhere where you clicked and, and, and asked to download something or you clicked to, to, you know, receive updates or to, you know, any number of reasons where you, you said, yes, I will receive emails from you. And then you start to get them in the mail from this vendor or provider. So you're on it, you're on the receiving end, but why is it important for you as the business owner to be on the giving end, on the sharing end? Well, there's probably no metric that defines the health of your business like an email list. This list represents the people who know about you and have agreed to allow you to communicate with them in the future. Now, why is this important? Think about it from a purely marketing standpoint or the or customer service relationship standpoint. You've probably heard that studies have shown that it takes at least seven interactions for someone to notice you or your message, just to notice you. You know, that means about the time that you start to get sick and tired of the message you're giving, your audience is just starting to clue into it. Think seven times. So the first four to six, five, you know, four, five, six times goes right by you. And and you know this because you, you'll see commercials and you'll, you know, base, you know, look at them and you'll, eh, okay, and you'll move on. And if someone stopped you two minutes later and said, who was that that you just saw and what were they selling, you would have no clue. But over time, it starts to click in. And so that means that you need to be able to deliver your message consistently. And there is no better way to do that than with email. An email account and service will allow you to deliver your message those seven times without fail because email allows you the frequency in a way that you cannot get from your website or social media or any of the other traditional advertising um, venues or approaches. So you think about it like this. If you post something on social media, right, you have a new um, a new offer 
and you post it on social media, if I'm not paying attention to my social media account, I'm likely to miss it if I'm not monitoring the account at that time. There are days when I'm you know, checking my account four or five times a day, and quite honestly, there's sometimes I might see it once or not at all. And if you happen to post it on those days when I'm just so busy that I haven't really clued into it, it can go right by me. If you put it on your website, I'm only going to see it when I visit your website. And I'm sorry to tell you, most people don't revisit the same website without a very specific reason. And you know this because you don't. But email, that email sits in your inbox until you acknowledge it in some way. You have to read or act on an email, like either saving it or deleting it or delegating it or whatever you decide to do. You have to act on that email before it will go away. And in either event, whatever you decide to do, the recipient knows that you've reached out to them. So if you have the email address of an account that a person actively uses, you have the most certain way of getting a message in front of them. This is a, and more importantly, this is a delivery mechanism that is completely under your control because you know, Facebook and, and Instagram will decide from time to time that they'll throttle back messages and they'll only show every third one. And they'll, they'll only show it to some of the people who are following you because they want to see how, how, you know, interested other people are in them. If enough people don't click on it, they won't show it to any other people. And all these algorithms designed to make it hard for you to get your message to people who have asked to see it. And the only way you can do that and totally control the entire distribution and delivery process is by using an email account because no one can throttle that for you and it gets delivered to the recipient and sits there until they see it or act on it. Now, knowing that, what's the benefits of going with and using an email service provider? Let me talk, tell you what I mean when I say that. An email marketing service provider, this, is, this will be a company like Constant Contact or MailChimp, Aweber, or ActiveCampaign. There are a lot of them. And on the, the, the page for this podcast episode, episode 14, I will have a, an infographic with you know, seven of the more popular ones with a little bit of a, a description about, you know, what their benefits are. So you can go find that, click on it, and it downloads a PDF version of it if you'd like to, to, to keep it. But the email service provider is the best way for you to now manage that email relationship with a, a group of people, a large group of, you know, your friends or customers. You don't want to send these emails from your personal email account. And, you know, you might think I'll just send it from my regular email account and BCC everyone. But because when you do that, it becomes very hard to manage that very quickly. Not to mention, you start to run afoul of a lot of spam laws and your internet service provider. When they see that many emails coming out of an account, they're likely, they're likely to flag you as a spammer and shut you down, shut down your account because there are lots 
of laws that govern, you know, when you start to send out these kinds of emails. They have to come from an email where your, your physical address is located. You have to be able to offer them an opportunity to opt out of future emails and things like that. And your email marketing service provider is going to know all of these laws and make sure that you don't run afoul of them. As a matter of fact, even more so than that, the email service provider I am now using will give you a spam score before you send out the email. They will give you a score to tell you how likely it is that your email, based on the things that most most of them look for, will be flagged as spam and sent into the the spam folder. So this is cool. You know, you have this email marketing service provider and uh, they will help you manage this uh, this um this real email marketing and relationship okay so as you get more advanced this email marketing service provider will let you send out emails to everyone of course but more so than that they let you track your email performance. So they will tell you how many people have opened the email. If you have links in there for someone to click and and take action on something, they'll tell you how many people open it and how many people have clicked through to whatever you have. So you can get a good idea and, and you can, you know, know down to per person who has opened and who has clicked through on your emails. So this gives you a really good metric so you can now judge how 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 well your emails are really working to con- to attract the attention of your audience and then convert them in whatever way you might be looking to do that. You can when when they when they become more advanced and more complex you can do things with this email like what what's called an automation sequences and in an automation sequence you can set it up so that when someone comes onto your list for instance you might write the first 5 emails you want them to see sort of like a a warming up and getting to know you series. The first email can, can say, hey, so glad you signed up. And then a day later, you can have another email goes out and says, you know, I'm glad you're here. By the way, tell me about what's going on with you and what brought you here. And then email number three can say, let me tell you a little bit about me, you know, and, and why I why I do what I do. And, and again, tell me, you know, how I can help you. And number four, you can say, by the way, here are some of my best resources that, uh, you know, a lot of people seem to like, and you can point them to that. And number five, you can say, you know, tell me, you know, what do you want to hear about next? What do you, you know, what are your, you know, you, so you can do this and, and write all five of them, put them in, in a sequence so that the email, once someone you know, opts in or decides to get onto your email list, you know, it comes out at the frequency that you have set up. So without you having to go back and do that again, you have this warming and nurturing experience being created and you've only had to do it once. Now, even more advanced, you can have these automation sequences use if-then scenarios. So if someone doesn't open it in a week, resend it to them again. If someone opens and clicks through, then send this other email. Or 
if they, you know, if they, you know, what, what, what else, what else would you want them to do? If they open it and click this link, then put them onto this other list. So you can have it do all kinds of things. And some of the even more advanced ones will let you do A-B testing. Now, A-B testing is when you want to see which of two options performs best. You will have one email with one headline and the same email with a different headline and it will send both of them out to you know two sets of of of, you know they'll divide your audience into half and send half one with one and half to the other and then they'll give you a report that says this one worked better than that one this one only opened 20 percent. this one opened 40 percent. and you can go ah okay this is the better headline some people do that if they're creating um, ads and they want to know which ad to which ad lead, um, hooks better. And so that might be good feedback. So there, there, I guess, so as you can see, there are lots of things you can do from just sending an email to really, um, complex and, 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 um, you know, involved marketing tactics and strategies with this email service provider. So that's a cool thing because you have all this capability with your email service provider and email marketing service. But I still even haven't even gotten to the best part of it for a business owner. And the best part, I think, you is is summed up in what Jim Rohn, the entrepreneur, author, and motivational speaker, he teaches a lesson that I call the magic ratio. Now, Jim's lesson goes something like this. If you do something often enough, a ratio will appear. Now, if you pitch your message to 10 people and one says yes, a ratio has just begun, one out of 10. And something interesting that happens in this law of averages is that once it starts, it tends to continue. So if you pitch to 10 people and you get one, chances are if you pitch to another 10, you'll get another one. And the good news is this law of averages can be increased because as you get better, you can then better increase your performance. So by the fourth time you pitch to 10, you might get two and then three, right? So what does this mean for an email list? Well, When you start emailing someone on your list, you should try and focus on sending some helpful or educational messages first. Think of it as you're meeting someone at a networking event or a cocktail party. You introduce yourself. You start to get to know each other with with some biographical topics. Where are you from? Where do you go to school? What do you do? That kind of stuff. And then once you get to know each other and you find that you have things in common and there are some common interests, you start to share stories based on those shared interests. You might even make recommendations on something that that person says they're interested in where you have some experience. Oh, I know about this. You should try this. So the way that 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 relationship or conversation unfolds in person should be a similar way you would do it on your email list. Remember I said you can set up four to five to as many emails to just to flow out in time and you can do that same kind of thing. And what does this do? This helps you to develop the relationship and build in some trust. And once you have that trust, then you can ask for a sale. Because after all, we're still in business and you are trying to, you know, offer whatever it is you offer that helps people 
in return for whatever um, you know price you think is fair. So again, you just met someone, you talk to them, you make a connection, you find out what they're interested in, you share some recommendations, they ask about what you do, you tell them, they ask for more, and then if you think there's a fit, you go, you know, you you should come check out, you know, my store or my product, whatever it is. So that's the same way it will work on your email. So so thinking about that, you have now, you know, you have people on your email lists and you are, you know, developing this relationship where they get to know, like, and trust you, as we talked about in episode 13, and then you can make an offer. Now, back to our email list and the point. If you have 100 people on your list, you can expect when you offer something for them to purchase, between two to five people will purchase it. That's about the industry average. Two to 5% will convert and purchase it, okay? So if you have 100 people, two to five people will buy, great. If you have 1,000 people, well, then you can expect 20 to 50, depending on how, you know, how persuasive your offer is and, 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 you know, how, how many, you know, how good the list is of people who match your ideal customer, right? And if you go to the list to 10,000, you guessed it, 200 to 500 people might purchase it. This is just math at this point. You get it? It's just math. The more people you have in the list, the more people who are likely to purchase. So if you know that two to five percent will buy at any point and you have 100 people in your list, you know two to five people will buy. You have 1,000, you know 20 to 50, you know 10,000, 200 to 500, and so on and so on. So knowing this, your efforts should be getting as many of your ideal customers onto your list as possible and as fast as you can. Because the bigger your list, the more successful your launches will be. So how do you get people on your list? You know, the days of putting a form, because you're, you're, the, the software platform will allow you to create a form that you can put onto your website so people can enter their name and email and then be put onto the list you create. And these days, putting up a form you know, is, is not going to be enough. So a lot of people, you know, in the basic back in the day would just put on a form that says, join my newsletter. Honestly, that's not very persuasive these days. How many times have you said, yes, I want to join your newsletter? We don't need to be on another newsletter. We want to know that we're getting useful information, something we need or want, and then we volunteer our email addresses. Now, you know, if it's something that you really are interested in, you give up the good email address. So, so, so think about that. Um, you know, what, what are you offering to them? I remember, you know, I see a lot of email. I, I, I subscribe to just about every marketing email address I see. I have an email account that I do that because I'm, I, I like to, you know, I'm a student of these kinds of things as well. So I'd like to, I like to see what other people are doing. And so I get tons of these, these pitches and I, you know, I go through them, I read them and every now and then I see one, I go, Ooh, I like this. I want to know more about it. And I move it over to, 
you know, my regular email and I look forward to it. So when you're getting information that's useful, like I remember when I first bought my Apple Watch and I found a this this newsletter that told you all about how to get special hacks in it. And I thought, man, this is such cool information. Whenever and I got on their their email list and whenever I saw in my inbox that I had something from them, I was really eager to open it and just dig into it and go, okay, what else can I do with this watch? Because they were giving me information that was useful for me that I that I wanted and that you know helped me. And that and at the end of the day, that's all you're trying to do to get people to open to opt into your emails and open them when you send them. Now, the easiest way people do that is what they call an ethical bribe or a lead magnet. You offer something of value that you can offer or teach in exchange for their email address. So rather than just saying, join my newsletter, you offer something. For instance, I I am now offering my five-day challenge, the five mistakes that could be killing your brand. It's five days of of teaching, of offering, you know, specific mistakes people are making and the action item that you can take and should take that same day that you can make a concrete action so that you can fix it. So, you know, this is what I'm offering. So if you are interested in building your personal brand, you have five days of, you know, free teaching that you can get and all it will cost you is, you know, your email address and willingness to be, you know, you know, a partner with me in teaching and learning and growing our personal brands. So find that at five mistakes.linmorton.com and you can join in and grow your email, your, your personal brand. And this is how it works. As a matter of fact, each day you'll get a new email from me recapping the last day's challenge and, and and mistake and then introducing the new one those emails are all set up so that whenever you sign up for this you will get them for the next five days now when you respond it responds to me in real time so if you reply to it i'll get the email and then we can continue a conversation but it's automated so that it will you know give you an efficient way of of partaking in the challenge so you can check that out. You can see how it works. So you don't need anything that in depth, you know, and, and at its simplest, you can, you can give them a coupon for a percentage off of their next purchase or, or just a, a one page PDF on, on an answer to a question, you know, they have or a solution to a problem that, you know, they're dealing with. It can be just that simple. And these, these software applications will will show you how to do it in a very simple and easy way so you put this on so now if you do this you can you know you can do this and you can put it on your website then you can add the links to your email signature so when every time you send out an email you're also promoting that so anyone who sees your email will have an opportunity to get onto your list when you have talks or interviews or speaking opportunities, you talk about this this lead magnet or this helpful tool that they can give you in exchange for their email address. Because when you're doing all these outreach efforts, at the end of the day, the action you want 
is for them to get on your email list. That is the, that should be the first part of your funnel. You're not going to convert anyone to buy anything in your first interaction with them. But if you get them on your email list, you can ensure that you will have enough of the follow-up interactions that will increase your opportunities for, for getting some loyalty from them and or making them a customer. Okay, so that I hope that makes sense to you. Um, so now it's time for the appeal. Remember, this is a sermon. If you don't have an email list, now is the time to start one because you don't want to wait until you know you have a product or a reason to pitch people to start your email list. That is too late. It takes time to grow an email list. So you have to start now and keep offering information or products or inspiration or whatever it is that you do that will help people. And over time, the list grows and you get more loyalty. So let's say you are writing a book or you are launching a business and you know you are starting to write a book. Let's go with that example. Because I, I met with an author the other day who, and she is starting to write a book, a children's book that she hopes to have out by the end of the year. And I'm telling her, start the list now, because as you are building the list, when that book comes out, it's too late to start it then because you don't have anyone there. So let's say you start building the list now when you're you're collecting names and emails, you send it out to all your friends and family and they all jump on it and you have a thousand people on that list, right? By the time you launch. When you launch, you send one email to those thousand people saying, it's here folks, the people who you have been communicating with for the last you know, 10 months and, you know, getting them excited about it. Hey, the, you know, I'm working on the book now. The book just, you know, went to the publishers. It came back. I, oh, I have two cover ideas. Which one do you think should be best? And you're doing all this, you know, building excitement to this book for people who are genuinely excited for you and who want to, you know, see you be successful and who are interested in what you have to say. And so now you are moving along and you're getting them excited. Oh, by the way, you know, it's almost time. I just submitted it to Amazon and all the other bookstores. It'll be out soon. And you're, you're talking about it and you're building it and you're getting more people onto this list. So by the time you get to the end of the year, whenever it is you launch the book, you have a thousand people who are primed. And all you have to do is say, here it is, folks, one email at that point. At that point, you can send out one email with the link. Here it is. It is ready. And guess what? Remember, we talked about this. You know, at least 20 at least two to five percent. If you have a thousand people, at least 20 of them are going to click that link and buy right then and there. Now, you can continue you know, your promotion over time and get more people. But, you know, on that day, you know how many people will buy. And that's a wonderful thing when you have a business, when you can predict what kind of income you can expect based on a certain activity, right? Predictable income is probably one of the most coveted ass things you will want when you start a business and you will have that with a list. So you know at this point, because you've built it and if you had not built it and you don't have those thousand people there waiting for you, you're going to have to send, you know, of social media pitches and hope that they see it and hope that Google and hope that 
Instagram doesn't hide it or, or Facebook doesn't decide, no, I don't like that picture. There are too many words on that picture. We're not going to show it to anybody. And all that nonsense you have to go through with them to get to those same thousand people. But if they are in your fold, then you can reach them directly. And you can ask them to share it with their friends and you can do all these and there. Lots of other marketing tactics you can do at that point. But the, the key is because you've done the work up front to get them onto the list, to, to cultivate and share with them, to be generous with them of your, you know, with your time and your efforts and your energy and what you're going on with. And because you now have some loyalty and some, and, and, and some people who are generally interested in you and what you have to say in your well-being, then at that point, it's literally just one email. It's not just one email. It's what you did for the 10 months prior to, but at the time of the offer, that's all you need. And that's cool because at that point, you are just playing the ratio game. And so, for instance, I'm working on my course. At some point, I'll offer you the opportunity to join if you think you need that kind of support. And a percentage percentage of you will say yes, and another percentage will say no. And I already know that, and I'm no, I don't need to stress about it. I just want to help the people who know who need the help and want the help. I like how Jim Rohn used to say it. He said, he said he would tell his friends, "Look, I have a product, and." I know that if I pitch 10 people, three will say yes and seven will say no. So I need to talk to 10 people so that I can get three. Now, if you're one of the seven, great. If you're one of the three, great. It really doesn't matter to me. I just need to talk to 10 people to get three. And it's just that clinical, folks. There's no need for high pressure selling or arm twisting. Here it is. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, great. But at the end of the day, because you have this email list, you're just playing the numbers. So there you have it. You need an email list. And if you don't have one, you need to start building it today. Well, thanks again for listening to another episode with me. I really hope you're motivated to take some action on creating a list. When you do, shoot me a note and let me know because I loved hearing about people who use these principles and what kind of response you are receiving. So you can send me an email directly, lynn at lynnmorton.com, L-Y-N at L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N.com. You know, if you see me on Instagram, personal branding with Lynn, at personal branding with Lynn, hit me up there or Facebook. Again, personal branding with Lynn is the Facebook page. You can come on there and give, send, leave me a message because I always want to know what you're doing, what you're working on, genuinely interested in seeing whatever you're working on with your business or your, your, your creative endeavor, whatever it is, you know, this personal brand can branding can really help you get to the next level to really improve the relationship and attract more people to whatever it is that you do, whatever your gift is for the world. And I want to see you have that success. So please, you know, take these kinds of tips. Don't just listen to them, act on them, and then let me know how it worked out for you because I want to be able to cheer you on 
and help you see the success that you deserve. All right? Well, that's it for today. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, keep focused, keep consistent, keep going. Take care. Thanks for joining me for Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, please let me know and share it with our other listening friends. We'd love to encourage you and support you on your path. Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another entrepreneur or creative. That's it for now. Let's get together again and continue growing our personal brands. Cheers. Cheers.